What is up, everyone? Welcome to Jammers in the Rough. Uh, your hosts tonight are way better than Paige. Uh, you got Cody, absolute worst. Oh, you have myself, Josh, Jammers IT, horrible person. And if you haven't noticed, there's no Paige's loud-ass voice because mm. he's running late. But the show must go on. So, uh, Paige, I wish you were here, but you're not. And I'm kind of happy about it. Mm. Sad about it. It goes both ways. Uh, but yeah. we wanted to we wanted to have uh, a show where we kind of got caught back up. Uh, we've been we were off for several weeks, so we took a little bit of break. So we started this new season four. Um, we had Alicia on last week, and we thought we would do one with just the three of us. But Paige is running late; should be here soon. Just to catch two up. Of us. We can so, make it if we try, just the two of us. You got, you got a really good voice. You and I. I tell the kids at school all the time I was going to be the music teacher, but, you know. Why well, were you not? Because uh, I can throw things at kids when I teach PE. So. <laughs> what is that? I think this, what's, what's a normal day for you at school? Uh, 7 to 2 is when I have students. Well, 7.30 is my first class. Uh, usually that's my fifth grade. I go fifth, fourth first second lunch pre-k k one or no pre-k k three and i'm done 50 you minutes like, at a time oh yeah i get a little grade. one i got every yeah. grade dude i got four-year-olds to 11-year-olds it's wild what's your favorite and i'm, and, and I'm like uh I'll be honest. <laughs> they're listening they're at home I'll be listening honest. right now i love i love pre-k and pre-K? here's why they're it's it's hurting cats. It's hurting cats for 50 minutes. I understand. I know what it is when I go into it. I'm going to have kids that don't know their names. I'm going to have kids that probably pee their pants. And they're just awesome. They're, they All of them are all like, Mr. Waldron, we love you. You can't have a bad day when you just have like 44-year-olds. Just like, they just think you're the best thing. And I have four-year-olds. Like, I'm 6'5". I'm a pretty big human. And I have kids that can like, they just walk in there, go right between my legs, like underneath. Like, I, I won't even notice. I'm like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> do you uh, do disc golf with all of them or is it just certain grades? Usually, usually I started out um, with stations. So, like, I have a full-size gym. And what I'll do is I'll have, like, for 50 minutes, you know, I break it up into little chunks of things. But for, like, a big block of that time, I'll do like stations. And so like some of them will be like, I'll have nine different stations. So you have like four or five kids at each station, uh, depending on how big the class is at the time. And one of the stations I will make disc golf for the younger kids. I put up like little dots. I, and I put like one disc at each dot, like, all right, look, we're just going to see if we can make it go in the basket. I teach them like the, the disc goes into the basket. You want it to sit there, make a big production of it. Kids love it. The older kids, the older they get, the farther I move it away, and I'll make challenges. And the older kids love the challenges. Like I'll be like, hey, if if I got one kid that can make a disc golf shot, and I'll give like 10 kids a, a disc. Like, hey, if one out of 10 of you make it, we will skip our running for the day, and we will do an extra 10 minutes of whatever sport you want to do. And the kids get really into it. So that's how I introduce it, just like in small segments and then I do with the older kids, like three, four, and five, grades three, four, and five, I'll do a disc golf unit where I teach them how to teach, keep track of score. We talk about, you know, the difference between, and I just keep it simple, like putter, mid, driver. Most mm. of the time, um, we just talk about like, what what would you use in this situation? And I went and bought some MVP uh, black hole uh, disc catchers. So I keep them out. I use them on field day. I use them in the gym. So I have a lot of kids that once we start doing it are like, Hey, can we get the disc golf stuff out today? I'm like, sure. I have a whole, I have a whole shelf at my school of discs that people have donated some from the lounge and stuff where I bring them in and let kids use them. Okay. Do you have any kids that like, as you're teaching them, they start, they've excelled like really fast. Yes. So I had, one kid last year who went out and bought his he bought like a little like one of those little like shoestring bags in the back and he mm-hmm. his like parents bought him three discs so when he graduated fifth grade last year i gave him a little mvp or no and um 
a west side sling bag i put a ledgestone uh bottle in it and eight brand new disc and that was my graduation gift to him because he was every day he was like hey mr walter look at this look at this disc i got it would be like a dx avr he got it dicks but he just thought it was the coolest thing in the world and i was like dude and he and he like would come in every day with his bag and be like can we play today and he would try and sit there and putt so i was like dude here you go heck yeah yeah so is, that's is that's that just yeah, that's the stuff that keeps you like going back where it's like, yeah, it can be frustrating to teach, but at the same time, like when you actually see a kid who enjoys it that much, uh, like want to do it, that's when it's like cool. Like, and then kids yeah. get kids get so stoked if someone like makes a putt from 15 feet, they go berserk. Yeah. So that's yeah, cool. Uh I remember like in the in the middle of COVID when we were like every kid still wearing a mask and we were all like 20 feet away. Um, the last day, last day of school, this girl brought in her Dick's starter set and she was like, Hey, I just wanted to show you. I was so excited and I loved disc golf so much that everyone in my family went and got a starter set. And we've been playing on the weekends at some local course. So I tried not to like cry in the middle of all these kids, but I mean, that was just, it was cool. It was cool. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. Like that, yeah, maybe. that's that's one super cool thing about being a PE teacher. Like the only cool thing. But um, other than, than uh, that one kid, did is there anybody? Because uh, I guess third grade is that as high as you go? Fifth. Fifth? I have pre-K. Pre-K is four-year-old. So like I'm talking like I've had I have kids this year that have never been out of their home, especially with like COVID the last couple of years. That yeah, this is the first public place they've been other than like in a store with mom or dad. So I'm talking like kids crying, like, oh my gosh, where's my mom? I'm like, it's cool. Like, I'll have to like carry them in and stuff. And then fifth grade is like 11, 10, 11 year old. So, heck yeah. Well, you're a good guy, Cody. This person Sometimes right in the worst. Facebook Sometimes user. In the worst. Likes you. You're a good Who dude. Who is Cody. it? Is it Jerry Ann? No, because Jerry Ann normally user. writes Jerry Ann. She talks in third, like it's Jerry. <laughs> yeah, no, that's Facebook user. They're the, they're the nicest and the meanest mm. sometimes. It depends, but we never got uh, a chance to to kind of wrap up the end of the season um, after we took a little bit of break. While I think right for MVP Open is when we took a break, and then we let the season play yes. out and then came back right after. We didn't really have a recap because we. I really want to. Um, oh, it's 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 Alex Stone. Oh, TSA Captain Extraordinaire, Alex Stone? Let's find out. That I think guy? So. It could be. You never know anymore. Facebook or maybe that's just some guy's things. nickname. It's me, Stone. It's, Stone. <laughs> it's me, Rock. Dwayne the uh, Rock Johnson? No. Okay. But we never got a chance to kind of recap. And so I want to talk about the MVP Open that happened this year. And out of all the tournaments I've watched, and I'm sure there's... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> sorry. Chat, 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 yeah, that's you're so funny. Chat. Um, out of all the tournaments, and I'm sure many people would express the same thing is that to see Matteo take mm. down a motherfucking win finally, like I've, I've rooted for this guy, his style, his demeanor, like he's in my like fantasy card. If I could play with people, like. To see him take down a W after so many times and so many years of just crushing it, but never being able to close, uh, it's it was a big moment in our like disc golf history to see that guy win. I mean, and... think about think about how long like like he. I feel like he is one of the o not the OOG like Ken Climo, but he has been around this scene for how many years? You mean champ? Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's let's not get all up in it. But I mean, Matty O has been playing on the disc golf tour for how many years? You think, Josh? Anyone know? Uh, twenty a twenty a long time. Yeah, I feel like he is. He's always been the bridesmaid, never the bride. And this year, that man did it. I can even like look it up real fast because I have him up already. So, uh, member since 20, uh, 2001. Mm, 23 years. 
Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure 2001 is when he started doing pro. Pretty sure. Um, that's a long time. I mean, hmm. he's got he's got a lot of wins, like 83 wins. But this is his first pro tour event, like elite. I was gonna say this is the first pro tour event. Like he's probably won some like C tiers, B tiers, like local stuff. But to win, you know, uh, what was it? MVP. I mean, MVP yeah. opens a big one. So that's it's impressive. Just, yeah, it was a. It was one of those tournaments that it was just ah, dude. It was also nerve wracking going in that last hole because like he had a lead, but a lot could go you know could go wrong on that hole because hole eighteen, there's there's just a lot that could happen. And when he did that upshot onto the green, like just went for it, uh, I just held my breath that whole flight. I was like, don't is, go out of bounds, don't go out of bounds. <laughs> is hole eighteen the one with the iconic like stone wall? Yeah, like it kind of like. Yeah, and there's all the crowds around it, and I mean, how many times has that hole defeated like potential champs? I feel like that hole has been the thorn in many a pro's side. I think Corey Ellis got hit with it last year, right? Was he last year or two years ago? I think he might have been two years ago when he got hit with it. I just remember seeing him like in the like locker room, like hands hands between his or head between his hands. Oh no, maybe that was last year. Maybe that was last year. Yeah, I think it was just like, dude, he got. So that's pretty cool, Matteo. He he persevered. He did. And let's see who was uh who was FPL on that one. Was that Haley um, King? I think it was. Yeah, it was Haley King. Yeah, she was that when she it. had her Napoleon Dynamite hairstyle or no? <laughs> I think so. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that was a. I just remember seeing like she shared like a. a uh, like YouTube video or Facebook video on her hair. I was just like, I think Napoleon Dynamite's playing disc often. He's throwing pretty well. But no, it was Haley King. And she only won by one stroke. Because Kristen and Owen both got six down and she was seven down. Well, you know, Tatar is just waiting, waiting yeah. for it. And Owen, man, Owen, Owen, I feel like is a consistent top three finisher every time. It's always like, you're gonna he, you're gonna he see like Missy Gann. You're gonna see Haley King. You're gonna see Tatar, and then Owen's always there. Owen's always in the top three. Yeah, yeah, you know, because it's when she's on though, like for her putting, she just puts, basically put, puts on a putting demonstration on how to do it correctly. That is just how she, how she wins. Like in her throws, there's I love her throws, like just like yes. that overstable, just yeah, <laughs> yeah. She isn't she like known for being the best c1 putt like i'm talking i'm pretty sure her stats are up there with like even mpo or at least was it last year she was yeah i mean she's a i, I it wouldn't surprise me if she was because i don't even know how to look that up her putting mm-hmm. skills are on another level um but i mean like anyone like Kristen can get there missy Gannon can get there where they're just like on fire the whole entire time and it's it's depressing to watch sometimes. And One Paige thing, Pierce I, still injured? Um, I don't know what's going on with Paige Pierce right now. Honestly, I think she's still injured. I feel like hopefully she comes back next year and like gets that groove back. She's been missing it for a bit. You know, she's get dub. She gets wins, but I want her to be dominant again. I want her and like a, you know a handful of FPOs to just. Get some competition and not have these um, Tatar blowouts happen anymore. I want it to be a fight every time. It's Tatar, happening though. Tatar didn't finish the season as strong as she started, though. Not saying she couldn't beat me handedly every time, but she did kind of kind of fade a little bit. And I don't know if any of that had to do with like, didn't isn't she getting engaged and? You know, has a daughter, so I don't know if any of the personal stuff was weighing on her. Just fatigue of a long season. I don't. I don't think people realize how much of a grind it is. If people like pros, probably play what six times a week, if not more. Probably. Yeah. So that can that can take its toll on you. And I think it's just a long season. So. Hmm. What's What's sad to see though is how close James Proctor got, over and over again and not be able to close it out the proctologist i mean 
I, I think he's going to get it next year. But, I mean, we also said that for, like, Matty O on how many times and look how long it took him. But, <sighs> but I do think that the consistency that Proctor has is, is pretty good. Um, hopefully, next season he comes back and, and fixes those mistakes he was, he was having. Um, was this able his... to close out? Was this his first season? Was it open bag he's kind of doing? Well, it's also well. Uh, he's TSA, isn't he? But he because he, he has TSA. But I feel like he also like he throws a Halo destroyer. So I'm I'm pretty. Is it infinite or is it just TSA? I think he's on. I think he's infinite. Yeah, he's infinite as well. Uh, but he's also like even with like TSA. Um, even, I believe even with the pros, they're not requiring you to throw everything TSA. Um, you know, that's one cool thing that that Thought Space does uh, for the people that throw for them is allows them to still have those staples that they have, staples that they have, and then integrate the ones that they know will work for them um, with the TSA plastic. I mean, I think it's a beautiful way of going about it um, because you know, growing up and and practicing and going to tournaments, you kind of fall in love with certain discs, regardless of what manufacturer they're from. And when you get sponsored with a company who already has awesome plastic, you find the ones that work best for you. But if you still have the opportunity to throw those staples that you grew up with and learning with and falling in love with, I mean, all you're doing is investing in that player. And it's a smart move on, on the companies that do it, in my opinion. Yeah, um, I agree. Because, I mean, think about all the pros. Like, I, I was even talking to, like, our local Innova pro, the like he, he runs our leagues and stuff. And he said, he'll, he said, even though he's been thrown Innova for like 10 plus years, he's like, I'll never forget how that buzz felt in my hand. I was like, Oh, yeah. I was like, all right, well, maybe I need to pick up a buzz or something for a lot of people like that. You know, buzz is one of those classic ones that a lot of newer players too. They like, cause their friends like, Oh, just grab a buzz. Just grab a buzz. Do you I throw one? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I have, I have though, there was a section of time where I threw a buzz for a bit. Um, and then there's just so much more plastic has come out since then. And I, I have a hard time thinking of throwing any disc other than the pathfinder in that slot. Cause I'm so used to it now. Um, cause it's just a straight mid is that, I mean, that's, yeah. that's the, it's the prototypical straight mid, but they're like five, four minus one, one or something. But I know they all, there's so many different plastics. Yeah. that are going to be either more stability less stability um mm -hmm. and i feel like i was in the same but i threw a buzz at one point but like i it just i didn't i don't think it was anything remarkable yeah yeah i mean like it's it's a, it's a good disc it also like it's one of those discs similar to the hex similar to the pathfinder where it has great glide but it also teaches you how to play disc golf if you give someone a neutral-ish mid like a buzz, like a pathfinder, like the hex, um, MD1 from Dismania, and say, let's play with this. You're doing so many favors to your buddy who's starting out because it shows you your errors so so easily. When you throw a disc, you can tell if you, oh, I'm releasing on Anheuser. Oh, I'm releasing it on Heiser. Um, and it's just, uh, it's beautiful how much that one tool can, can do for your game very quickly. Um, but it's, it's, it's really hard to keep somebody from like, oh, you know what? I want to throw a destroyer. I want to throw a destroyer. And it's oh, like, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's an older gentleman that plays with us who just started. And I remember when he first, like, brought his bag out, it was, like, a destroyer, wraith, I want to say, like, a zone, something else. And I remember one day after playing probably for a month together, I was like, dude, just show me your bag. And we went through his bag. And we were like, you should throw an underworld. You should throw this. You should throw. And I was like, well, why don't you take these out of your bag until we get to the point where you you can flip over that understable driver? Because like all he would do is he would throw a destroyer and instantly it was just like it, it, it threw like a tilt for him. He's like 60 some years old. He's he's come a long way. But dude, I don't throw a destroyer. I'm six five. I can throw like 400 feet on a good day and I don't have any use for destroyer. So yeah. it was just like, but, but yeah, every, every player is like, yeah, I got a destroyer. Like, no, no, you shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, especially when you can like, cause yeah, so you can throw 400 feet. You can make a fairway go 400 feet and you can control it better. 
It's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's that, it's that we've ranted on this so many times because it's, it's just seeing it so much. It happens so often. Um, but yeah, like I'm a, I'm a big fan of keeping it like 10 and under. Um, and then just having a, you know, a 10 speed that has a shit ton of glide uh, for those. What do you throw in that holes. slot? 10 um, speed. Well, cr- um, well, even the 10, I'll, I'm only doing a nine. I lied. I'm at a nine for my big glide. I throw uh, the, the Sphinx. That's what I You throw. still rocking a Sphinx? Uh, you, yeah, you've I'll... been bagging a Sphinx for a long yeah. time. When I first, like, uh, I was interviewing um, with Alex uh, to go on to, to, to join up with TSA. And one of the questions I had for him, like, yeah, dude, I, like, I already throw TSA. I have a lot of their discs. But there's, one, there's, a, there's a couple discs that, like, are staples for me. And one of them was the Sphinx. Um, and, you know, that's when he, like, let me know a lot about TSA and how they want you to succeed. So, of course, they want you to keep those staples in your bag. Um, so, yeah. So, out of all of my discs, I carry now it's – I found TSA discs that kind of fit all the molds I'm looking for except for, us, like, one, two, three discs. And the Sphinx is, is a, one of them. Is it a Zoe? Zoe Sphinx? Yeah, the Zoe, the Zoe Sphinx are uh, – they're my, they're my little go-tos, man. I love them. Um, especially for uphill, uphill, you can get some distance with the Zoe Sphinx. Um, but with that said, like TSA, they have the, um, like the mantra and like, that's a great disc. It's just, I feel with how I throw that shot, I throw too hard every time. And I, I end up uh, utilizing the mantra only for like those long turnover shots <laughs> where it's going to flip up and turn and not come back. I cannot get a mantra to go straight for the life of me. Um, I just always roll them over. But then there's like my uh, my brother who I go play with a lot and that is his go-to a mantra. Like he like his his form and his makes those things well. Um, I mean it's just different styles, different disc work for them. Well, that, I think that's everyone. See. You see, now you now you got me rethinking yeah. Zoe because I have like eight of them, and it, and that so funny enough, the first disc I ever took a video of me throwing was me comparing a Zoe Sphinx and a Metal Flake Glow Sphinx, and that's the first one I've ever had, and I just remember that used to be my longest distance driver. All right, oh. let's get the podcast going, guys. Oh god. What is up, everyone? We've already well, no, we've already done this. We've already done the no, no. With Jefferson the rough. We had we we here, we here. All right. All right. No, me and Josh have been here. Josh and I have <laughs> been podcasting for half an hour. So what? you are here, but we I have don't know been what you're here. talking about. This you is hear so- his mic, it sounds terrible. It does. Josh just sent me this message uh, with the chat. He was trying to keep me out of this, guys. I apologize. Oh, shut the fuck up. We're here. Oh, but, but I'm, hold on. Just hush for a second. Uh, we're talking. For you, shut for it. You, Brandon, uh, when you when you say 12 speed or higher, uh, are you saying like that's all that like, you love to throw just 12 speeds or higher? His putter is 12 got, speed. But also, his, I've seen Brandon throw and like the amount of power. That he can put into his throws. I can see why 12 speeds are important for him. I'm really curious if that's what he's if he's asking what 12 speeds we throw, or is he saying 12 speeds? I'm curious if Brandon, like if oh, he's no. sponsored by no, he's saying he's saying he uh he's saying he, that he say, throws 12 speeds. He just higher. said yep, up, yeah, just yep, yep. 12 but speed I mean, mid. Was... Yep, I throw it. <laughs> it's just 12 speeds. He has so much torque, it is crazy to watch. It is it's like 550 just casually. Just yeah, it's, boom, it's, boom. It's, I'm just working on keeping my upper yeah. body. Bam! 550. <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't even look like he's doing it either when he throws it. Dude, it look at his YouTube bit. Like his YouTube bit, it's just like him, like flexing. Like, mm. but the real question is, does Brandon still play disc golf? That's the real question. I mean, I haven't seen this. I haven't seen him for a year. I missed the guy. I've he seen, was I've here on him. time. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, yeah that's all that matters. <laughs> no, we just got started, guys. We're just getting into the rhythm. All right, all right, all right. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Jerry in, Jerry in, drop it on us, girl. She got a question for the people. Yeah. Oh, also, Brandon said I haven't played in a while. Yeah. Brandon, see? what's up, dude? 
but he showed up on time, so F you paid. That's true. Brandon, uh, let's see. you get points for that one. We're uh, bringing up old shit, guys. We're trying to move forward. <laughs> if you were I to think... play a one-disc round, no matter the course, what's your one disc? This is the one and only Jerry M. Brandon's throwing nothing but a destroyer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Glow Praxis. Uh, Glow Praxis? That's a, that's a solid one. Um, uh, I would have to say it's going to be my Pathfinder. Hands down, I could putt with it. I could throw with it. I, we got like I mean, five hundred foot holes or what? Because like most of the places around me are like there's one hole that's like four hundred feet. The rest of them are not. I don't that's think gonna... she said what you're going to get your best score with. It's like what would you choose? Oh, I would I'm, choose. I would I'm choose my this best score with the practice because I can putt with it. I can throw with it, and yeah. we can drive. If it, you have holes over four hundred feet, then those are pars, and those are the ones you're birdieing. Crap. Like you go to Milo with the Praxis, and I'm probably have a bad time, but I'm hitting putt, so it's kind of that trade off. But have you tried putting with the Pathfinder? No, I. It actually, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. <laughs> See, I says might like go... says like the worst putter yeah. I know. Okay. <laughs> I might have you to know. go Berg, no. No. or I mean, <laughs> what just happened? I insulted John. He pissed me off. Uh... <laughs> I call him the worst player I know. It's um, true, though. It might be battling with Brandon Banks, but I haven't seen Brandon for a while, and I expect his putting to get better. Berg, <laughs> Berg, maybe Compass. Uh, I was, but I mean, I can get my Berg pretty far out there. Yeah, and I can putt with it. Sometimes I putt with my Berg. It's just I love this thing so much. Uh, dude, I just ordered a a, a new Berg off of RareDisc.com. What'd you get? Ooh, do you got a rare stamp on it? No, I got the Heisenberg Glow. Ooh, the glows yeah. are stable though. Yeah, but like for the shot I I want it for, uh, but it's also like the stamp is so fucking cool. I think Berg is a terrible choice. But... That's because you're trash and you can't read a they've, clock. They've you're a garbage human. <laughs> yeah, you you're always like I tried to Berg for a little bit and it made me a better it it made my scores better but it made me a worse player. I'm like, what what does that even mean? What does I'm that mean? X, if that's any consolation. You huh? I said I'm bagging the Berg X if that's any consolation. Can you send me one? I'm too scared a, to throw. Have one. a good night, Brandon. Have a good night. Good to see you. What kind chat. of Berg? Oh, All right, Brandon. It's good to see you. Softies. Yeah. What kind of Berg? Glow. I like the glows. Now nah, Berg X. Berg X is where it's Remember, at. Uh, was it me and you, Paige, that had the? Yeah, with the, the Berg throw off, and I beat you. Yeah. Okay. First of all, you're the one. You're the one. <laughs> Running the the rangefinder on me <laughs> as my competition is bullshit. But Who uses like, a rangefinder? Well, we're having a throw-off competition with some of the people from the lounge at Dexter State Park, and it came oh, down. Yeah. So, and Paige and I, like Paige throws, of course, sells it down there. I throw, of course, sell it down there, and we already got Paige's his distance, and so we go down to where my disc is, and Paige is like volunteer to be the person doing the rage finder for me and it's like oh it's exactly what i got i guess we're gonna have to rethrow so then we rethrew and i know i didn't get as far as he did that time but i What'd you, what how far did you get it i can't remember i can't remember it's it's like probably like 400 420 no <laughs> <laughs> no it was this pretty far happens. for a berg but we were yeah. like thrown into it i tried a 360 my second shot and didn't i did I did Wait, why being... do you why do you like the Berg X over the Berg? Does it do they feel I... similar in the hand or no? No, they're 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 almost identical. I think the Berg X is a little bit uh maybe shallower, but like a little bit sharper, but it's pretty much the same. Um, like you know how it gets pretty rounded. The Berg X is kind of what I'm needing. It's overstable. It's actually overstable. You can push it out and trust the fade. Um, and so like I'm back in an armadillo. <laughs> For the straight shots, and then a Berg X for that finish, and then my practice for uh, yeah, my practice for my kind of everything else, my driving putter as well as my like longer approach shots. Um, but really, it's like Berg X and Rhino were kind of that overlap, and I decided I got an eagle with Berg X this weekend, so I kind of decided on that one. Um, yeah. Yeah, I got a Glow Dillo because so I have both of them in the bag. If I need uh, straight shot, it's this. If I need with a little stability, it's Berg. So I wonder if the Berg, but I bag a zone. Would a Berg X in a zone kind of kick? 
out. And I have to check out my zone out for that. So I'm yeah, I'm so... right now it's like it's Berg X to Ursus. Um so I'd rather power down on an Ursus than have a third disc in there. And so then it's just like all like all of my Berg X shots are kind of those overstable zone approach shots, the Annies, the back ends. So all of those are kind of overlappy. And then um the Armadillo is actually the disc I've gotten the most compliments on as of the last like two to three, like well last month. Um, I got the Founders Edition plastic, but it's just like Hydra flip to drift, like this perfectly. Then it gets to like 260 and then just drops out of the air. And I'm just like, you okay, forehand yours? Kind of... No. I forehand mine quite often. The forehand like, Annie I've need... tried, but I'd rather do the 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 Berg X. Like casually, I love it. But the moment you get the tournament pressure on, then you over torque it, over pull it. Then the armadillo just gets me in trouble. See, I can, if I need like a tunnel shot that's pretty short, I'll be like, no, I'll just forehand this dilla right through. And it's just, it just yeah. dies. I mean, I'm, oh. I, I will say out of all the Lone Star, the armadillo has surprised me the most. And the fact that unironically has made the bag, it's a good disc. Me and me and my uh, buddies that play like league kind of have a joke though because there was one. It's hole eighteen, only like two hundred feet, but it's on an old dirt bike path. So like it's it's yeah. not very. I'm I'm saying like eight feet at the widest. And one time I just stood on the tee pad, just flicked it right up to the thing, and we get up there, and some guy comes out of the woods. He's like, "Hey, you throw Lone Star? Uh, I'm on Team Lone Star." Like hat and everything, and I was like, "Yeah, it's a dillo." He's like, "They're a great disc," and we just walked away. So we call him the Lone Star Sasquatch. Like anytime <laughs> I throw this, that's disc, how I picture like, like Lone Star team members. It's like the one like I remember. There's a Lone Star guy that come down from Washington. He's missing like a bunch of teeth. He's freaking like chain smoking, uh, tobacco. And I was like, "This is a, this is Lone Star. This makes sense." Like, just like, like came out of nowhere. Like, hey, that's a Lone <laughs> yeah, Star disc. That's... You like Lone Star? Yeah, it's good stuff. I'm on the team. I'm sponsored. And then just wanders back into the woods, and we're like, "What just happened here?" So yeah. anytime we're getting out, be like Lone Star. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't. I mean, speaking of Lone Star, they just signed a big, big name, Carter Aarons. Aaron's Aaron. Is he Aaron? from? He was from Dynamic, right? He's watching. Yeah, he left Dynamic. Um, he can mash. He re- he asked to be released yeah. early, um, and then signed, which at 15 years old is probably a huge contract. Yeah, um, with Lone Star. Twenty-seven dollars and a pack of menthols. I'm, I'm guessing between the fifty and seventy-five thousand range is my guess. Well, that's more than I make as a teacher, so that's unfortunate. Uh, yeah, that's my guess, and I mean to be honest with. His breakthrough being at uh, what was it the BSF or was it Portland Open or both? Portland, I think it's yeah. well, he did really well at Portland. Yeah, so I think with his breakthrough being there and 15 years old, he might be able to push up to like the triple digits, which would be cool. Um, yeah, I know. I know at 15, 16 years old, I mean that's kind of huge. It's a lot of airheads. Yeah, and I mean, still eat airheads? Oh, absolutely. I see All I see kids eating is Takis. Just Takis. Takis, Takis, Takis. It's destroying their bowels. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, their oh, insides I, are just coated in Taki dust. I found that stamp. I'll show you. Uh, yeah, the Heisenberg, bro. I got on the Glow from rareairdisc.com. Why will they not make a Glow soft? Why? Because soft Why? Is, is horrible, man. No, dude. I just want to wait for like the... Like the, the compliment to that, where you get like Jesse's picture, it's like, he can't keep getting away with this as you just keep parking like the Bergs. <laughs> hey, Prime drinks, kids should not drink. If any listener is on here, kids should not be drinking Prime. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Come fight me. Well, it's, it's been outlawed in other it's been outlawed in other countries for children. They won't sell it to kids. <laughs> something to do with the amount of caffeine and something else. Don't yeah. let your kids drink. Oh, here's y'all. a good one. Here's a good. Here's a good one. You know, talking about deals and contracts and such. How about the Prodigy deal with NH- NHL? Yeah, what what is that? I saw that today. They're selling like, like the worst partnership discs. out there. <laughs> yeah, like, like that's cool. That I think I think it's awesome when uh, a <clears throat> company outside of disc golf gets involved with disc golf, like NHL. But why Prodigy? Like, why? Go well, why Prodigy? But also like, what is it like? It might help the NHL because there is probably a lot of hockey fans in disc golf. But how does this help disc golf? Like, what hockey fans? Like, you know what? You know what I like to do when it's not ice and snow outside and I'm not playing hockey? I like to go fucking play disc golf. 
<laughs> like now, uh, is the have is you the met Prodigy Lurch? disc? I met Lurch. Pro- <laughs> let's not talk about Lurch. It's going to get us all in trouble. Yeah, let's talk about. Um, no, let's talk about Lurch. No, let's but talk wait, about how Con- amazing that guy is. Shh. Did are the <laughs> just Prodigy somehow Paige gets in here and it's just yelling. It's just yelling over each yeah. other. <laughs> I'm, I'm listening to you. What are you talking about? But are the discs that Prodigy made that look like the hockey pucks? Do they have like a special like hockey puck blend, or is it just a stamp? I think it's just a stamp. I think it's just no, like black stupid. disc with gold stamps. That's what I've seen. Because like so Gateway, Gateway, Gateway could have made a hockey puck disc, I bet. Because with Gateway has like 8,000 plastics. Yeah, I was going to say, this is going to help Prodigy a lot, though. Because yeah. you are going to get the casual fans that want, you know, because it's going to make a good wall piece. You just buy it, and then it's on your wall. It's eight inches. It doesn't take up much room. Um, so it's going to help Prodigy. Many hockey players play disc golf in the offseason. That sounds like a Canadian comment. Is that Alicia yeah. Holmes? Is that Jerry or is that Lurch? One of y'all <laughs> come out and show yourself. I like how well, it says, I can't wait for a company to make a deal with MLB. I would love that. Love, love, love that. But, but see how you love MLB and you love baseball and you would love that. There's so many people that love hockey that well, also love disc golf. I yeah, but like, this is more like baseball. MLB is probably more popular than hockey. But also like, is your you. love for NHL above your hate for Prodigy? And that's where I get really curious about this. I don't hate Prodigy. I don't bag any of their stuff. I don't really care for their disc, but I don't like go to sleep every night like Prodigy. I hate like ugh. like no, I don't have a hatred for Prodigy. They make plastic. All right, get cares? your thesaurus out and choose a different word for hate. You're I don't not part of the Prodigy. I Does don't your like for NHL outweigh your MLB is mainly Prodigy. Canadian. What is happening here? They have one team, the Toronto Blue Jays. No, <laughs> the, Canada is yeah, America's the best hat. Team no, America. they had the Expos and the Expos left. <laughs> Ooh, someone's getting mad. I don't don't get that Canadian nonsense up in here. I went to Canada and watched a baseball game, and they were very nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, MLB is mainly oh American, not Canadian. Exactly. What's well, actually like probably now it's more Puerto Rican than anything. It's more like Latin America. This is what I need more disc. Seinfeld. Seinfeld disc. <laughs> I found this disc and it has not left my bag since. They also make an escape, a trespass, and something else. And I need to find them. Did but you I have poutine? Say, of course I had poutine. What do you think I'm an um, idiot? With this this prodigy NHL kind of merger. If it is a success, though, I would be curious to see if MLB is trying to hop in their other franchises because it could just be a quick money grab for some of these things. Yeah. Um, easy advertisement, low-hanging fruit, pay $85, get, you know, whatever mini discs made up. Froth. Like, Because then you can start to see that, right? Like, you look at Magic the Gathering, and they had their Lord of the Rings set, and then they have, like, their whole, um, like, Star Wars set coming out. They have, like, a lot of now monetized franchises come in through their sets of like card games, I can see something like that happening in disc golf. Crossovers, like... crossovers always make a lot of. And think of any, any like you just said, Magic. You just said Star Wars. Look, anytime you cross over, you are now trying to grab two fan bases instead of. So you're you've just expanded your market. No matter mm-hmm. what it is, you could have done. Prodigy could have sold something for like dot with dogs on it. They could have done anything, and you're automatically getting more people from another, maybe even the niche market. Because you know, magic. Would you say magic would be niche? Like if they made a Magic: The Gathering disc golf set, would you buy it? Page as a. I would buy it in a heartbeat. Every exactly single one of them. because you would have some Cody. Why? Well, I heard your mechanical keyboard because it's loud. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm just answering your question. I'm just answering your question while you're talking. Good, because Josh and I were having a great conversation <laughs> until you had to go to the airport. Uh, that's not where I was. God, that'd be so badass if they had some Magic the Gathering disc, though. Because there's so many p- possibilities what they could put on it. Well, that's like because you already have an established art. Yeah. I think right now Magic's running into the issue because they reprinted some of their old like legacy cards where uh, the artists aren't getting the money from their like original art. And so, or even like credit. So there's this kind of weird little battle right now. But I don't know. I think even like allowing like Manny... For example, like I know he comes from like a video game background, allowing him to be a little bit more creative and having some like Manny series discs would be cool to see, like even some of the, that level of like collaboration. Yeah. 
okay. let alone um like obviously like you know other founded uh fantasy elements but i'm just saying like i said like this is another like we always say with barbersoul we've said it with um what was the lululemon or whatever uh that did worlds i don't know who they are but uh lululemon and lululemon are way different lululemon's like women's leggings ll bean is outdoor sports anyways um espn like we're getting these different like entities and they're turning their their like eyes to the sport so if it is profitable i'm sure like some of these other like things are going to come down the pipeline and like pay off i'm kind of curious because right now we also have the house of discs gobbling up all of the freaking companies they can and it's yeah, almost trilogy is now wait not quadrilogy because there's now five there's five sex sextilogy that would be six yeah because they have the video game like aspect of it they have five manufacturers in-house on top of the video game company and then also another thing hmm. wow look at them go look cast them a, hey cast a plast make some good plastic try dynamic they did. Like their plastic did oh they... you like the berg <laughs> x calm down as <laughs> bird was or was casta bought by someone yeah they bought yeah. by so now dynamic half... owns Discmania and trilogy plastic Okay. But it's like it's one of those like they invested in and they're part of the conglomerate, but Costaplast and Dismania are still able to operate under their own little umbrella and entity. They just got it's a little cash. Be the same thing. Their factories are side by side. Look at all right. If you have a supreme plastic escape, trespass, judge, or truth, look at a cloud breaker. Look at the back of them. Exact same. Yeah. You know where it says cloud breaker that's it's on a fugitive I, i've seen it so the exact same. i'm talking about i'm talking about the plastic you fool <laughs> like orbit's identical that's what you could have said supreme plastic no, i'm talking same. about the first thing i noticed was when the the creator series cloud cloud came out on... what sorry there was a comment they wanted me to say costaplast castaplast we all know Paige doesn't say things correctly on this channel <laughs> or ever off the channel he speaks perfect but on Saskatchewan, the channel Canada yeah but the first time I really noticed it was on the back of the creator series cloud breaker it looks like the radioactive signal signal yeah symbol it's like the and then on the back of a supreme escape I was like wait a second exact same thing oh, we're not saying you're wrong we're just saying the way in which you phrased it was what do you want me to accurate. phrase it as page <laughs> we're not saying you're wrong like what you just accurate. said like what you just said would be a correct way because to phrase every it. time i try and speak you speak over me no point you just said look at the back they're the same that to me there's is many different things on there's many different things on the back page there's weight there's which name. is why you should specify that's just my point josh kick him which out which is again. what you did go back to the airport <laughs> and get your electrician to turn your power off yeah oh, no. the glow's never been the same since yeah the glow's never been the same that's a good comparison because like costaplast had good glow to it they were kind of like up there with mvp originally and then you know trilogy not very known for their glow kind of has bad glow plastic not their mm. harp their ricky harp is oh, crazy kind of started to change that's because they got that castaplast you know secret i'm saying are you saying castaplast has gotten worse or dynamic has gotten better both that one so they're one. like meeting in the middle they're like ah eh, we can get a little better but you can get yeah, dial back the lumens. We'll up our lumens. We'll be the same. <laughs> one slightly worse, one slightly better. Was that last last Halloween? This mania did a release. Uh, oh, it was like P2s. Was it? it was glow P2s, and it was a really cool stamp. But then the glow came, and there was like no glow to it. Was it was no like glow. had little speckles, and it would like fade really fast. But it was so, still sold as a glow P2. I think if well, you mess up, technically it did glow. Call... I, mean, uh, I, mean, I guess so. Uh, I am curious I though, so. like uh, with this signing of House of Cards or discs, um, are they going to lose Yukin? Because like Yukin was making the active, like active line. Yukin's get a new plastic too, which could bolster that relationship. But they have like an orbit plastic now. I saw right. 
Uh, it's like the glazed plastic. It's not not Halo-ish. It's pretty I comfortable. I saw a guy throwing. It looked like Lucid Ice Orbit. It looked oh. like it. Let me see if I can find it. You can... Yeah, because I saw a guy showing it. He it was like, what's the you can... It looks like a guy running. It's like they're... <laughs> That's their Halo driver. plastic. That's their overmold technology. I know. Shh. Oh, not, not their overmold. Which, like, Flash Disking in the overmold game. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, dude. It, it feels so weird, though, the way they did it. Yeah. Because it's and, like, the where the overmold's happening, it goes back and forth. Like, it's like, overmold, disc, overmold. And it's like, put it in there. I have Double one of their over. overmolds, but I don't know which one it is. The, yes, they do have one now when Orbit Plastic, um, the Hoi, Hoi Yi, and the plastic is the glaze. But their glaze looks like it looks like Halo. It doesn't look like Halo though. I, I have the look, glaze. It looks like a like a shimmer plastic, like almost like but, legacy, like little like shimmery plastic. Look at it. It's it it's got a. All right. What am I looking how at? Do I share, how do I share this? Look up you can like this. uh glaze on infinite. Like it's got a blue halo and an orange center. All right, I can find that. That was just blue your halo. phone that wasn't turned on. It was literally a black phone. I know. I was, I was saying you do this with your phone. That's uh, how you true. show us. That's, I mean, we true. do we've we've advanced in technology. Well, our IT it's, person hasn't advanced. He's actually gotten worse with time. You know what's bullshit? Is you think things can just happen instantly. God. I do, I do. No, you know what? Goddamn you millennial, know, man. I expect I expect a lot from you because you've given me a lot. That this this. Yeah, but look at the, okay, look at this one. That is definitely looks like orbit. It's got a different color around it. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh. So well, like I picked up a blaze and it didn't look like that. He had um the guy that was throwing it had like a yellow center and a white rim, cloudy rim. It looks just like. The oh, this um, one's, this one's like a pink with a dark pink rim. Yeah, what's um, Orbit Ice? I think it looked like Orbit Ice, which yeah. is Trilogy Plastic. No, I was gonna say this looks like more like their like Orbit. Yeah, I mean, look at that yellow middle, white rim. Yeah, that's kind of uh, like their like Discmania Orbit. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Anyways, I'm just saying, like, I'm kind of curious to see what that partnership's going to be, if Yukin's going to get absorbed into the House Yukin. of Discs. I just want to see some, like, uh, what was that basketball, like, uh, when they was, like, uh, trying to do, like, the Game of Thrones, but making fun of the league and what was going on? I kind of want to see something like that go on with freaking Disc, disc Golf. I know with what? Uh, one sec. Did you see they started a professional baseball league in the Middle East? And Bartello Cologne, if you were old enough, Bartello Cologne got picked like 15th overall. The dude's 50. He got drafted <laughs> like 16th or something. The Hulu? 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 Huh? I, I don't know. Uh huh? <laughs> huh? Woo? <laughs> oh my gosh. We're going to get canceled. Oh, that's fine. How dare you? Clip, clip that clip. Uh, Cody tried to say out, say the name. We'll blast that. We'll hashtag Yuka on discs, and then Jackie Wait, Chan is... throw that in there. <laughs> Who, dang you, Facebook user! I'm broken. I'm a shattered man. I'm a shattered huh? man. Huh? <laughs> Night strikes. Hey, Night Strike Glow was pretty weak. All right, see that? Someone commented. Night Strike Glow was not that great. The plastic felt good. But it wasn't that good. Yeah, the plastic was comfortable, but I don't think anyone got the glow for the glow. I think it was just like old Dismania innovated plastic was like some of the best just when it came to the glow, feel wise, throw wise, beat wise, but not glow wise at all. Yeah, feel wise for sure. They had the, but it was still better than Discraft. So Discraft glow is hot garbage. Well, their ESP is... glow is garbage. They're going better though, but they're still hot trash. I would hope they got better, but. <laughs> Seriously, the, it's garbage. <laughs> this is not like not the first guy broke. Who is this? What is happening? You know, sometimes she's gotta take it. Okay, everybody. so here's a question. Why not just ask the question? It's a yeah. chat. Just ask the question. You don't have to tell us you're asking the question. Just ask a question. Put, put a suspenseful. question mark at the end. 
I know. And we only got like four minutes left. Allegedly. I mean, We're not so all on Patreon. But there's no question. Right? Just oh, I, I threw it as a regular disc. When I bagged the Night Strikes 1 through 3, it was 100% a regular bag disc. Um, and it was never for the glow rounds. That's an easy one. I never bagged one because they cost more than 20 bucks. So, mm. Nah. Okay, okay, I think okay. they were all hype. All hype. All hype. Uh, you don't bag one anymore, do you? What? An, uh, Night Strike. No, I, I bet James Proctor vote him. Exactly. A Night Strike 1 replacement. All, all hype. A Night Strike 1, $200. I wouldn't say it's all hype. It took me It took me from Night Strike 1 release to the James Proctor mm, vote to actually find a replacement a, for that. You were on and off. You would sometimes throw, because I remember you would get rid of a bunch and then you'd buy a bunch. Is it not uh, true? Yeah, because nothing flew like it. So I would try to back away from it and nothing would do it and I would come back. And then I would try it again, and then nothing. I still got like ten night strikes back there. I will say that there, there's no other votum out there that flies like the James Proctor votum. No, the James Proctor votum flies like a night different. strike one. It's just different. Uh, this thing that is, is the beef. best for their best. This is the best votum for me. I put this in the bag for one thing. The stamp is just awesome, but it's flat. It flies like a baby felon. This thing is overstable as heck. So Sexton Firebird, same question. Definitely throw it as a regular disc and not as a glow disc. Um, Sexton Firebirds, depending on what year you're going, they go from super flippy and straight to super beefy. Like with this new run, it's a little bit beefy. You bag them as pure throwers. They're great discs. Yeah. So. 18. It's my favorite year of it. It's 18. Yeah. I love that one. Uh, I like the 17 a lot. Uh, yeah, I, I've thrown one, but I like, like this. I like I like straighter FD three, straighter Firebirds, yeah. um, because my forehands noodle arm, <laughs> and then backhands felons are garbage. Felons are trash. Just, no, it's felons not. are the most overrated disc and unnecessary disc out there. Uh, Has anyone ever seen Cody throw a disc? I don't believe he actually disc golfs. Oh, I've ball. seen it. He has terrible form. Who <sighs> like I don't even know true. just. <laughs> I, he has, I he has like all the long limbs you want. Like everyone dreams of like having these long levers and Cody doesn't have, he can't walk into bubblegum. So he's like discoordinated with his limbs. <laughs> and that was and like, yet I teach kids how to balance every day. <laughs> teach them how to do things. Teach them yeah, how and to do felons things. are not trash. Felons. Look at this. That's board flat, baby. Hmm. Oh, let's okay. We're judging goodness of discs based off their flatness. That's for you saw the no, no, Johnny, you, you convinced me. Where's where's the flat? <laughs> oh, look, Praxis is flat. It's good. Oh, look, oh Domi Destroyers, Domi. It's garbage. What's next? Domi Clawbreaker, lightweight garbage. Josh, what what happened <laughs> to our do? civil conversation dumb, that you trash. and I were having? You know, oh it all gosh. <laughs> Look at you all these damn dopey discs. That's kind of flat, but that's trash. You know that he doesn't have stability <laughs> in that brain right now. I know, he's, and his microphone is so. Your microphone is so bad. <laughs> is it really? Yes. Now what's going on? It just sounds like you're talking through a cheesecloth. Oh, I don't know. Um, well, I wonder. I wonder. But if Buzz, but we're going to the to chat. Buzz, do we find Buzz is the only disc crafted this has somewhat decent glow? Also, we by Cody's standard, buzz buzzes are flat. Buzzes are flat, so they're good. So, good glow, good disc. Cody oh, confirmed. Wow. Cody All approved. right, we're getting to that hour. It's time to do our final thoughts. <laughs> Paige, you can go first. Oh. Just get it out of the way. All right, guys. Um, I am definitely, like, sorry Josh didn't send me the link in time so I can get here and chat with you all a little bit longer. <laughs> But I was really happy to hop on here. You're an adult. Um, yeah, he, he's our – hey, hey, it's my closing thoughts, guys. Um, we are going to work, like I said last week, to get some guests on this, this season. We had a couple of people reach out from last time, so we're definitely going to reach out to them and get them scheduled. Um, but this is a good solicit. If you know anybody that you want to see on here, let's, like, reach out to us, and we can reach out to them if you want to be here. Please let us know. Like, subscribe, follow, hit up CH Sports. Check us out on Spotify. Our Facebook page is where we're going landing. 
We didn't do our 52 weeks of giveaways, but we still want to continue to give away discs. And to be honest, just chat with our fandom on a regular basis. We're all pretty active on Facebook. So <laughs> holler at your boy, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, other than that, that's my closing thoughts. Keep jamming it in the rough, but Cody and Josh has it. I never go first. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. You did great. How's it feel? Woo. Woo. Did great. Oh, it's fine. Yeah. I don't mind. I just, I mean, am I, are we going to come back? Am I going to be the one that goes to the closing credits and thank our sponsor? Or do you guys got no, that Josh covered too? Josh is going to kick you out. Oh, that's fine. Oh my God. Keep jamming it, guys. Blanks <laughs> <laughs> out. You're supposed he to come shows, out. He shows up. He had to get all of his hate. That normally he has an hour to spew. He had to get it out in half an hour. So he was just, he came in hot too. I don't know. <laughs> Josh, what do you got? For my closing thought, oh, um, yeah, so you know, 52 weeks of giveaways, never said, but never just said consecutive 52 That's weeks. That's true. Oh, so we still it's got, I, I got the count, we got the count here, we're gonna keep going with it. Um, you know, I'm just fucking stoked to be back. It, you know, it was nice to have a little bit of a break, um, spend some time with some family on Thursdays. A lot happens on Thursdays, surprisingly, that like you got to kind of put in the back to get you know, things prepped for this, get this going. But with that said, now that disc golf's over, like now we just got the show every Thursday. This is what we got. Uh, what's so funny, buddy? Just Paige coming in so hot. Second run FDs are confirmed <laughs> good. Second run it's FDs are flat. flat, guys. I'm gonna this concede for my final thought because I I can't I can't. We back is what Josh is saying. We back, motherfucker. Every Thursday, <laughs> six ish. Six ish, always PSD. six ish. Six ish, PSD. Cody, all right, Cody, let's hear it. Come on. Let's you're hear the it, one Cody. on the timetable here. Uh, Been waiting for you all night. Um, it was nice having a civil conversation with my uh co-host for the time it it lasted. Um, Paige, you should see someone about your just destructive habits and your <laughs> hatred of just me. I guess I don't know why. Um, but we do have fun on here. See, that's what people don't understand is we do have a blast on here just talking disc with you guys. So like Paige and Josh say, you can always reach out to us if you want to be on here. If you know someone you want to see on here, just tell us because we're probably talk just like this with them. We're not going to change anything about it. Uh, Paige will still yell. He'll still be an asshole. Like, yeah. That doesn't matter who change. you are. Yeah. Whether you you're a touring something... pro or an MA5 player like yourself, he will still belittle you. Daisy yeah. James, I don't know who that is. Um, what you, in the, the chat, Daisy James. The Daisy James. Yeah, the Daisy. Correctly. Like, yeah. We're going to get Daisy on correctly. here and you'll get to is know Is she him. Canadian? I feel like she's probably Canadian. No. No, she's Washington. Washingtonian. I, I don't know that because I live on the East Coast. Oh, because you guys don't have Washington on the East Coast? We do have Washington D.C. Exactly, she, which is a Washington, she, so you know Washington people. This is the dumbest argument, Paige. <laughs> this, this is what I'm talking about. There's no, you can't talk sense into this. Like no matter what I say, he's like, yeah, you don't have a Washington D.C. She's a Washingtonian. Like I'd like to think most people could distinguish between Washington D.C., our nation's capital, and Washington the state. But Paige, Paige oh, cannot. Or you were, you were differentiating. You didn't know what Washingtonians were. But I applaud you, Paige, for finding some way to talk shit from like different parts of the country. But you're still it, able it, to do it. You connected to the It's Washington. impressive. It's it impressive. was impressive. You give respect where respects due. Because <laughs> I like uh, Cody's hat so much. Just, just roll the credits. Just no, end we it. still got just, our. Okay, listen, saying, we still got our sponsor. Get your sponsor out there, and then just, just Paige, Paige can jam Paige, it. Let us, let it, let us know about this fine sponsor we have here. I thought you were doing it. Um, I'm Rare sorry. Disc. Rare air <laughs> All right, disc. guys, we got. No, I'll do it. No, you're <laughs> yeah, done. shut you're up. Done. What is up, everybody? <laughs> this <laughs> no, week's sponsor is Josh, Rare Air Discs. Alex B has been a guest on our show and a big supporter of Jammers in the Rough. He gives out 10% for all Jammers listeners to his website. If you use code Jammers, J A M M E R S, you'll get 10% off at rareairdiscs.com. <laughs> Go check him out. Jammers? What did you think? Like, it's... Oh, I'm not even... Okay. We out! <laughs> we, 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 we keep jamming keep in the Keep jamming rock. it, guys! <laughs>